3: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios.
4: And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. Hope that uh, your day is going along swimmingly. Things are well here in the studio, and uh, if you're a So inclined to check us out on Facebook, you can see us uh, streaming live in the studio. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, at one hundred one
5: point five Word FM oh, on Facebook and at the Ride Home with John and Kathy.
4: Very good. Have you been uh, to the pool lately? Yet, have you been to the pool?
5: I've not been to the pool, John.
4: Will you attend your local pool? I, I mean, is that the, is that the wave? Pool? Listen,
5: if I had a different job, and I wasn't con- maybe I, I would, I would be able to squeeze that in. But the way it is, I
4: can't get, I can't get to the pool. How about the weekends?
5: Saturday's my only day off. What you made fun of me a couple weeks ago because you asked me about this and I said, Oh, I have things to do around the house and you said I sounded quote old. <laughs> I have a house Sorry. and things have to be done around it. Right.
4: I did I did say that. You did say My that. My apologies. You remember that, right? <laughs> but no, I don't remember it, yeah. but apparently you do. because yeah, it
5: It's very clear to me.
4: Stuck a nerve with you, didn't mm. it, Dad? You have to be careful what you say to your co-host. All right, uh, let's take a look at the, uh, the uh, world's order today and the news that's happening. Kath always presents us with the top four news stories of the day. So, Kath, would you please give us the top four at four? For Tuesday, June 15th,
5: 2021, number one a state house bill that would make significant changes to Pennsylvania's election process. Now, why would we need that?
6: Mm.
5: Why does anyone think that's necessary? It moved through committee today with Republican support only. And according to the PG, it sets the stage for an inter-branch struggle with the governor and an interparty conflict with the legislature's Democratic minority. So having now passed the state government committee and on its way to consideration by the full chamber, the bill, which is called the Pennsylvania Voting Rights Protection Act, makes changes to how elections are administered here in PA across numerous subject areas. Would you like to know what they are? Sure. Because <laughs> that's why I'm hundred percent. Along with moving the voter registration deadline back to 30 days before the election and pushing the mail-in ballot application deadline to 15 days out, both good ideas, it allows counties to start pre-canvassing mail-in ballots five five days before the election and authorizes early in person voting starting in twenty twenty five. Okay? I feel good about all those things. This is my favorite thing. It also mandates that all people who vote in person show
4: Hey, hey.
5: Why is that such a bad thing? How is that contentious? I don't understand why that has become Mm -hmm. so. Anyway, and it says limits on the use of drop boxes for mail-in ballot return. That's how you did your drop. That's how you voted with that drop box. Anyway, provisions that Democrats oppose and likely would give Mr. Wolf reason to consider a veto.
4: Will there be snacks?
5: Uh, Snacks are not included in any of this reporting. shame. Number two, also snacks will not come in in this number two either. Because it's about President Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin. Hey, now. Who are going to face off in a historic summit tomorrow as, according to CBS News, the U.S. and Russia grapple for ways to move the turbulent relationship between the two countries. They're going to
4: arm wrestle. Both
5: elite. I would like to see it. Already, you know, he won a bronze medal in the Olympics. Putin Putin? did.
4: Yeah. Definitely
5: Anyway, both leaders already agree on one thing. The tension between the two powers is as high as it has been in years, evidenced by a web of punitive sanctions against Russia, diplomatic expulsions, and frequently repeated grievances over anti-democratic meddling and cyber attacks. Yes. I mean, no big deal. Just a couple cyber attacks, you know, that have shut down like the meat industry and the gas industry. The Russians. The Biden administration hopes merely to foster a more, quote, stable and predictable relationship with Russia who doesn't want that for Putin the summit in Geneva will be all about demonstrating that his country is taken seriously as an international power
4: yeah well then quit acting like a crazy person
5: I think that would probably be a nice way to go about it number three According to an in-depth piece in today's Wall Street Journal, an agency called the Chinese Academy of History was launched two years ago in China by leader Xi Jinping, and it exists to counter negative views of the ruling Communist Party's past. Mr. Xi has ramped up efforts to forge what he calls, are you ready for this? A correct outlook on history. Mm -hmm. Ahead of the party's 100th anniversary, a milestone moment in his China dream of national renaissance and a chance to cement his legacy. Now listen to this. With China now facing such external pressures as pressure from the U.S., of course, and questions about its handling of the COVID-19 pandemic, the campaign aims to tamp down introspection about past mistakes. (laughs) And portrayed the party, no wait, as an unstoppable force that has endured war and chaos to steer China's rise.
4: That's the correct view.
5: Is it? Okay, good. In April, China's cyberspace regulator, how about that? launched an online platform and a telephone hotline for the public to denounce instances of historical nihilism, such as statements that criticize party leaders or deny advanced socialist culture. Mm-hmm. Such violations can be punished under legislation that includes a law protecting the reputations of heroes and martyrs. The Academy has not responded to requests for comment, which is hard to believe that they're not anxious to speak because to the Because some votes.
4: people don't have the correct view.
5: Yes. And number four. As bad as the Pirates have been here in Pittsburgh, and have they been bad?
4: Eight in a row. Eight <laughs> oh. losses in a row. 23-42 uh,
5: and 42 on the season, John. Mm-hmm. Adam Frazier making a push to win a starting job in the All-Star game on July 13th at Coors Field in Denver.
4: The only bright spot.
5: The only. The trip reports that Frazier is second among National League's second basemen in the voting. Yeah. And third in the league overall. He's got three thirty six batting average. Yeah,
4: I mean, he's it's a pure hitter. I mean, it's great really year. great.
5: During the first phase of the voting, he received 12% of the vote excellent behind Ozzy albies who i don't know i've never heard of Ozzy albies do you know Ozzy albies no no of, a of the Braves <laughs> <laughs> because you don't look, know look the, look the music ran out okay you don't before even before monday uh he led the major league baseball you know the whole group with 85 hits of course that's oh. your top four, four.
4: Very nice. there <laughs> we go <laughs> <laughs>
5: is he a pirate yeah that's sad i mean that's
4: you don't know the guys in your own sad. team because it's the revolving door that's of sports just, here in the city of pittsburgh okay sad. let us take a quick break how are your mornings? What about your morning? They were devotionals? good for a
5: while, and now they're bad again. Oh, they're bad again. I'm not looking
4: for a true confession here. Oh, I thought you were. No. <laughs> I'm not-
5: she so, asked me a question I was going to answer. I mean,
4: you know, I don't want to delve into I, I'm just looking for the new mercies it's, of morning it's a, devotions. It's a tough crowd. If your morning devotions are not what they need to be, perhaps you may want to join us for our first segment here out of the box. Leslie Glass is with us. We'll talk about morning devotions next here on The Ride Home. We are Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on 101.5, Word FM, W-O-R-D.
7: WORD
2: Think for a minute about the purpose for your life and who's at the center of it. Is it you? Or is it serving God and serving others?
3: Here's Michael Jr. You have to make a decision. What question are you going to ask when you walk into a room? Are you going to be asking, what can I give? Or are you going to be asking, what can I get? What we can learn from a
2: stand-up comedian about living life with purpose. Next time on Family Life Today.
1: Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5, Word FM, W-O-R-D.
4: It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors. Doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through June 30. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at Pittsburgh.com. That is Pittsburgh.com. McQueen
2: Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want
8: you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends.
1: Jeff works hard is committed to success and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company.
2: See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com.
4: Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD you'll also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the Giza dream bed sheets the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets or call 800 391 0954 use promo code word or right now mypillow.com mypillow.com i don't know you It's been a tough year, hasn't it?
5: Oh, no. I think it's been easy.
4: (laughs) I mean, what a year it has been. I just, I mean, hey, yeah, like I need to hear myself again. It makes it even tougher. really does. So what are your mornings like? Are you intentional because the day is filled with stress and anxiety and fear and anger and resentment? And that's just the first 15 minutes before you had your coffee. Right. What are your mornings like, and how are you engaging in the practice of regular morning devotions? Leslie Glass is with us. She wrote a really wonderful piece at the Gospel Coalition. Leslie lives in Augusta, Georgia, with her husband and kids, and she writes, she mentors, she journals. You can find encouragement and tips at her website. We'll talk about that as the conversation goes on. But Leslie, the new mercies of morning devotions, welcome to the show.
7: Thanks so much for having me. What an honor.
5: So six years ago, you started a practice. Tell us about it.
7: Well, it was really a hard season for me. We had just moved from our hometown, and I found myself really, and I needed an anchor for my days. And so I really felt the Lord nudging me to wake up early and spend time with Him. And that's really started to just open my Bible and see what I could find there. And I would journal my prayers and it certainly wasn't physically spent time, but I feel like the Lord always redeemed it. And it's what's kept me going all these years.
4: Nice. So Leslie, when you say you opened your Bible, um, so there was no plan in place. It was just, you just opened it up and started to read or did you have some sort of thread that you were following along?
7: Well, you know, I thought the Lord just kind of guided me. I did use plans from time to time. You know, I might read through. I remember initially reading through the book of Ruth, you know, just maybe 10 verses at a time or the book of John, one little section at a time. I didn't I wasn't very learned then about what I might find in Scripture. But the Lord just kind of kept the thread going for me. and And he created an appetite where I always wanted to come back. Okay, Leslie, are you
5: a morning person?
7: well i'm certainly more of a morning person than i am a night owl all my friends will tell you my days end (laughs) about five o'clock okay um, all
5: right so you so you find yourself pretty you know alert and awake so it's a good time for you
7: well i do yes and i mean there certainly have been mornings when you know i'd rather sleep a little bit longer but the word faithfulness just makes me you know want to want to at least have a few moments with him before the day really starts.
4: Okay. So in the piece, uh, Leslie, you wrote for uh, the Gospel Coalition, you make reference to a friend, Jan, um, and you you sort of pass along your wisdom and your experience to to Jan, and it helped her as well. Tell us about that.
7: Yes, I love this story. So I got an email from Jan. Um, We became friends through a mutual friend of maybe three or four years ago, and she had never really life and uh she just kind of started I guess following in my footsteps some of the things that I would share and she emailed me a couple of weeks ago and just said I've really incorporated this now I'm reading even if it's just five minutes per morning and it's totally changed my mindset for the day and it just made my heart really
5: we're having a little technical difficulty with Leslie's uh, audio there Leslie can you still hear us yeah. I okay. Can All right. We're we're just having little blips where you're where we're losing your audio, but we're going to keep going. Um, Leslie, okay. talk to us. You know, I, I, maybe John. How long ago was that? Was a couple of years ago? I did a um, I kind of did a, a personal practice study, and I decided that I was going to do. Bible before phone in the morning. Remember
4: that? Yeah, about three years ago.
5: Yeah, and I I thought that 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 really helped me so much. And then when COVID hit and we started working from home, like my whole schedule got disrupted and I just kind of lost it. And so now I'm back to the place where, you know, the first thing I reach for in the morning is the phone. And, you know, I got to be honest, that's a really lame approach, but yet I keep doing it. So I don't know if I'm asking you to like talk me into it or meet me in my room, you know, my bedroom at 730 and get me awake or what what do you think I should do?
7: <laughs> well, I just think the, the Bible has so much more to offer than our phones. And even reading scripture on our phones, they, there's nothing wrong with that. There's just something about holding the Bible in your hands. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you go there, you know that you're standing on truth rather than all of the things that can could bombard you when you pick your phone up. Right.
4: So I I love this so much, Leslie, because, you know, in in your piece, the Gospel Coalition, The New Mercies of Morning Devotions, you you list four delights. And within those four delights, you know, um, It's almost as though, and I I don't want to over, well, of course I will. It's like you're meeting a lover, a dear friend. There's Mm -hmm. something that's beautiful, Mm -hmm. that's lifted about it. There's an expectation of delight that's coming your way. That your morning time, I'll say the first one, number one is morning time with the Lord is marked by stillness. And that's very powerful, Mm -hmm. isn't it?
7: It is. It is so powerful. You know, we are exhorted to be still, know that He is God, and I just find that the morning offers us this without a whole lot of other effort. It's the only time of the day, really, where we wake, and everything is still, even if it's just for um, So I do, I feel exactly like what you said is true, that it is a time where I just feel like it's an invitation to meet with Him, because the, the surrounding time and Space is conducive to
4: what he's called us to. Yeah, And so morning time, you say this again, I'll go back to the wonderful article. Morning time with the Lord sets the tone for the day. And to me, this jumps out at me because like, you know, Mm -hmm. Kath is saying the day is busy. It's anxious. There's, you know, one thing after another. So if I've got a, a day, a time in the morning that is filled with stillness, I could certainly use that. Talk about that, how it sets the tone for you.
7: That's right. Well, I, this is, you know, when I talked earlier about really needing an anchor for my soul back several years ago, this is where I found it. Be taken away from me by any other task or duty or chore um, or request during the day. And that time that's invested in the morning really sets our tone for the rest of the day. You know, when you meet with Jesus in the morning and that. That influences every other conversation and mindset that you take on the rest of the day. Yeah,
5: well, it's a really good encouragement. I personally appreciate it a lot. Tomorrow, I'm going back to Bible before fun. Hey, good.
4: Now, Leslie,
5: I'm going to I'm going to think about you and I'm going to appreciate you as a good voice in my life because I really need that.
4: Now that's interesting. So, so God works in, in really incredible ways. Yeah. Now, I, I did not bring Leslie on the air to to encourage you, Cass.
5: <laughs> Listen, right? Leslie, you wouldn't be the first guest he brought on to shame me. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> or tra- to, to urge me to better no, behavior. No, I'm not. You know, it's not. So is that what this is about? The no, it's not home a with weapon. John and Kathy. No, I'm
4: not trying to weaponize this. I, Tomorrow morning at 5.30, you may thank me.
5: Well, it's not going to be 5.30. That's the first thing we all three need to understand.
4: (laughs) Leslie, before you leave us, tell people where they can uh, find out more about your writings.
7: Oh, that's great. Well, my website is lesliecglass.com. That's the easiest place to find me. I'm also on Instagram as lesliecglass, and I'd love to stay in touch.
5: Fabulous.
4: Terrific. Thanks, Leslie. Okay. The new mercies. Yeah, our pleasure. The new mercies of morning devotions. Leslie C. Glass has encouraged Kath. So wake up tomorrow morning and be still Bible the before Lord. phone, people. Nice.
5: That's what I'm doing.
4: All right. Let me know how it goes. I'll
5: report back.
7: Amen.
4: Amen.
5: This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting The Ride Home.
9: I have a traumatizing childhood memory of an Easter egg hunt. The big hunt was a big deal in our family, and I have this memory of running and excitedly reaching for eggs, only to have my big brother and sister sweep in and steal them at the last second. It's Ryan, and unfortunately, this is a traumatizing reality our Faith and Family Mortgage Team is seeing from families across the country. Families are finding their dream home, only to have it pulled away by another hunter at the last second. At United Faith Mortgage, we unfortunately cannot scare off the other hunters. But we can very quickly get you pre-approved and make it look as good as possible to sellers. And then, once you do grab that Easter egg,
5: see our story and read how our direct lender advantage can often save your family monthly and lifelong money at UnitedFaithMortgage.com.
9: We our United Faith Mortgage.
0: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA, United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park, Road, Melville, New York License Mortgage maker. For all licensing information, go to Analyst Consumer Access. Corporate Analyst Number 1335, Racket Analyst Number 65233, Equal Housing Lender, High License, in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
1: Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at Boo'sBugStoppers.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy & Hegerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law.
8: Now is the time to get a new job. Express Employment Professionals never charges job seekers a fee and has more than 35,000 job openings with high demand in construction, driving, logistics, and administrative jobs. Find a location near you at expresspros.com or on the Express Jobs app listen on your smart speaker the word fm app at WordFM.com. iHeart, tune in and on radio.com in the car or at home too at 101.5 W O R D F
3: M pittsburgh hey ready to go i sure am my sleep has been great ever since i started treatment for sleep apnea well nearly 30 million adults have it including me now let me guess it was your snoring that gave it away mm. oh yes it was an intense snoring it's one of the classic signs other signs include gasping for breath during sleep and daytime sleepiness if untreated the risk of heart disease and stroke increases. I didn't know that, but I'm glad to hear the treatment can help. Certainly can. To learn more about the warning signs, visit DefendSleep.com.
2: It will be cool tonight with patchy clouds. We'll see a nighttime low of 50. Tomorrow, mostly sunny skies and pleasant. A great day to be outside. We'll see a high tomorrow of 72. Tomorrow night will be clear and cool. A jacket may come in handy. We'll see a low tomorrow night of 47. Thursday, plenty of sunshine with a high of 76. With your weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
4: So i follow up to a, a really interesting story. You know how you, you, you read a story and then there's, you know, an addendum down the road. So I saw the story way back in 2019. And okay. it, it involved the CEO of Nissan, the car manufacturer. Sure. Is that
5: when I owned a Nissan? Were you, uh, I, you concerned about my personal
4: well, the, I know the
5: impact it would have on me personally—you
4: were unhappy with that vehicle. I
5: sure was unhappy.
4: Right. Uh, you were so the I,
5: Murano and I did not have a a, uh,
4: a happy peace, life a together. A peaceful
5: relationship,
4: right? So, I, you know, I, I see the story about Nissan, and it's an odd story because, well, let me just quickly sort of you know encapsulate it for you. Carlos Goshen who is, um, was the CEO, the president of Nissan Worldwide. Yes. It's a gigantic position, right? Of course. Uh, Carlos Goshen is from Lebanon, mm-hmm. and he was tapped to but run living Nissan. living in Japan. Living in Japan, living in Tokyo as the CEO. He was tapped to run Nissan, and he had been at that, uh, that juncture for about seven or eight years. Anyway, in 2019, uh, he was charged. Tokyo police came to his house in the middle of the night and charged him with uh, bribery, extortion and any number of crimes. And somehow he had siphoned off close to three hundred million dollars from the company from Nissan. And so um, he was put under house arrest, and he was awaiting charges. Now, in the interim, in this lavish lifestyle, of course, you know, as the CEO of a multinational corporation, and of course, $300 million that you've supposedly siphoned off, living very well. His wife returned back to Lebanon, to their you know, family home, and Carlos Goshen was under house arrest. He could not leave his property. So um, his wife went out, and uh, she searched for some help, and this is what they settled on. Michael Taylor uh, and his father, Peter Taylor, they were um, father and son, um, and uh, the father was a former Green Beret. Now, I don't know how Carlos Goshen's wife found these two, but the Green Beret, an American citizen. They developed a, a, a plot to free Carlos Goshen. Now, now Carlos, he's
5: in house arrest at this point. Yes,
4: he is. Carlos Goshen's, uh, his, his um, understanding of the Japanese uh, judicial system is that you are guilty you are, until you are proven innocent. And he believed that the odds were stacked against him from receiving a fair trial So he was never Japan. going
5: to get to tell the real story.
4: That's what he said. I'm okay. never going to receive a fair trial. The story will never come out. So I'm going to get out of here. So the uh, former Green Beret hats the plan, and at Carlo Goshen's house, as under it was under house arrest, they held a lavish party, and they brought in Gregorian musicians, whatever that might be. I've... Gregorian musicians, all right, people who were chanting. So
5: they're like playing lutes and things, I'm and not sure. tiny pipes, and
4: so Michael Taylor he flies in with a rented Learjet, and brings in these Gregorian musicians. At the end of the evening, you know, when musicians travel, you've seen like, you know, gigantic tours, and they have those large music cases. They're all in my basement. They're black, Mm -hmm. and they have rollers on them. At the end of the evening, Carlos Goshen, with the Gregorian musicians, he, under the direction of Michael Taylor, the former Green Beret, Carlos Goshen goes inside one of these large black cases. They lock it up. They wheel it to the Learjet. They fly out of Japan and they land in Lebanon. Carlos Goshen gets out the next morning in Lebanon. He makes a statement to the press and he says, I'm done with Japan. I've been unfairly fingered as a criminal and I'm never going back because it turns out that Lebanon and Japan, no extradition, no extradition policy. So there's Carlo Goshen, Scot free.
5: Okay, so he escapes in a musical instrument container. That's right. From Japan and ends up in Lebanon. Where's his wife?
4: She's in Lebanon as well. Oh, so she wasn't at the party. No, she was not at the party. So then yesterday I'm reading in the Wall Street Journal that Michael Taylor and his son were sent were convicted in a Tokyo courtroom of aiding and abetting a fugitive. They've surrendered. And it looks as though no no sentencing yet, but they may receive a three year prison sentence. Meanwhile,
5: okay. So, but but the Goshen's are just living the high life in good, Lebanon. They're good to go. But the Green Beret and his son are going to be in a Japanese prison for three years. I
4: imagine they were compensated very well for their nefarious deeds.
5: Still, being in prison, it's not like the compensation matters a lot.
4: Well, I'm sure when you come out of three after three years in prison, you're probably set for life. It's just you know, depending upon yeah. But
5: you know, when the, you're, if you're if you're you. You know, John, oh. when you're imprisoned in a foreign country. As soon as I realized, as soon as that came out of my mouth, I thought that doesn't make any sense. But the stories are, if you're imprisoned in, in a foreign country, you can't count on the same types of behavior. Behavior and you know the standards Attitudes. Right, that we have come to accept here in the United States.
4: No, no I'm not saying I'm not trying to downplay anybody's three it's years kind in of prison. A big deal. Right. It is a big deal. But I'm sure that there was a calculated risk. Of course, they knew that they were doing something totally against the law. It violated international statutes. Just a really weird story of how those at the highest level can escape justice and go, eh, sorry.
5: Okay, well, speaking of that, funny you should bring that up.
4: What? Those at the highest levels?
5: Exactly. Uh, So we haven't talked much about Jerry Falwell Jr. Jerry Falwell Jr., former president of Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, Liberty is the largest Christian university in the country, which yeah. is why I bring it up and why Jerry Falwell Jr. has such a high profile in, um, I would say, uh, not just conservative Christian circles, but conservative political circles, yes, right? The son of Jerry Falwell Sr., who established Liberty University, was one of the founding members of the Moral Majority, um, passed away maybe 15 years ago. That's yeah. my estimate. Um, Jerry Falwell Jr. has been at the helm of Liberty University ever since and managing a university that has father basically funded with his entire fortune upon his death. So Jerry Falwell Jr., um, if you've been following along with news reports, has been removed as president of uh, Liberty University because of a scandal that uh, came out in the news maybe 18 months ago, something like that, which detailed a particularly unsavory relationship that Jerry Falwell, his wife... And a young man who was in his late 20s from Miami, Florida, had together. That would
0: be the pool boy. That would
5: be the pool boy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And uh, Carlos Granda is this, speaking of another, we have two Carlos. Two Carlos, yeah. yeah, Carlos Granda. So um, this relationship between the three of them, which was an extramarital affair between Becky Falwell and Carlos Granda, was kept secret for a long time. Um, But because of a deteriorating relationship between the Falwells and between the pool boy, he decided that he was going to try to extort them for money, threaten them, and say, look, if you don't give me what I want, then I'm going to let this come out. Into the press. Now, strangely enough, and you're going to think I'm making this up, uh, strangely enough, uh, the Falwells were connected um, to uh, the pool boy in a legal sense through Michael Cohen, who was the former attorney, personal attorney for Donald Trump. And so that kind of it tells you a little bit about how Jerry Falwell ended up in a, in a personal friendship with Donald Trump and how those things kind of work together. Anyway, when all of these tendrils came out and uh, physical evidence of the relationship between Becky Falwell and the pool boy came out, uh, Jerry Falwell was released from his
4: position at Liberty University. Right. So then whether it's a carl carlos goshen story or the jerry falwell story it, it kind of makes you think about oj simpson in a way mm-hmm. the, those who have the means to craft their narrative in the justice system right if you have wealth and you have connections and you have power you stand this is just i mean it's abc you stand a much better chance of having justice bend in your direction than the common guy. Listen,
5: Jerry Falwell got away with things. And what I've told you about the the scandal involving the Falwells is literally the tip of the iceberg. I mean, I've given you 3% of what actually sank the Falwells and what cost Jerry Falwell Jr. his job. I mean, there is everything from from, uh, sexual infidelity to an incredible abuse of alcohol. Over many, many, many years Um, and gambling and you name it. And all of these things that I'm bringing up, of course, are things that are banned for the student body at Liberty University, which is what makes the whole thing so, you know, preposterous and ridiculous. Um, But, uh, you know, the Carlos Goshen story is really weird. But the Jerry Falwell story to me is just much more damaging because he's carried the name of Jesus with him the whole time he was doing all of this. Right. I mean, this is the largest Christian university in America, as I said. They have built themselves for many years as the safest university in America, which attracts a lot of adults to say, hey, maybe my kid who's 16 in two years might want to go to Liberty or maybe my kid who experienced um, some kind of crime at a public school, maybe if they transfer to Liberty University, they'll They'll be safer there. It turns out that there are there's a big scandal going on right now about how they falsified the the records of uh, people who were sexually assaulted at Liberty University, people that experienced um, different there were victims of different criminal acts simply because they wanted to to keep the Liberty Police force, like the private campus police, wanted to keep those numbers low enough sure. that they could continue to say we're the safest university in America. Right. So we've got, I mean, this story is littered with people who are victims, not just of criminals, but victims of people who were supposed to be defending them in administration at Liberty University.
4: So I guess it goes back to what is justice?
5: What is, ju- and how do you,
4: and how is justice meted out? And you think about, you know, your own. Improprieties, your own sinfulness. How will justice come to you one day, right?
5: Yeah. How about? Because I don't want the justice that's coming to me. Because listen, if this, if the Falwell story doesn't do anything else, it should be a cautionary tale for every single Christian. I mean, every person hearing my voice. Whatever it is that you're trying to hide, just bring it out yourself. Seriously, let it come out. Whether you're doing some, some personal impropriety in your marriage or something with your kids or something financial or something at work, it will catch up with you and it will eat you alive. Listen, this is the saddest, most pitiful story of a family which has slowly been ruining itself from the inside out. And if we can learn anything from it, let's.
4: All right. Speaking of justice, anxiety, and fear, our next guest, Dimming the Day. Meditations for Quiet Wonder. That's next on the Ride on of John and Kathy.
8: 101.5 W O R D
2: you're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you.
8: I'm your number one fan.
2: That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and
0: sign up. We're big fans. Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID one two eight two three one Lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions.
5: What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no closing cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no closing cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today.
4: It's no secret that the Western Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh real estate market have exploded, especially in the last couple of years. Uh, For so long, it was easy to buy a house in our town. Really straightforward experience, but not so much anymore. Housing prices have really gone through the roof, and it's a seller's market. So, if you're looking to buy, United Faith Mortgage is a great tool in your toolbox. Their direct lender advantage, really, it's everything. It gives you the necessary help and the best deal possible on a new mortgage. Plus, the family behind United Faith Mortgage, they're open about their faith, and it's evident in how they live and especially how they do business. Hundreds and hundreds of happy people living in their dream house because of the excellence of United Faith Mortgage. Look online. United Faith Mortgage. It's a good family doing the right thing. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York, MLS number 1330, Department of Banking, Mortgage Lender License number 22672.
5: But it
4: does freak me out. We've been uh, sort of on this thread here uh, about anxiety
5: mm-hmm. and
4: fear and, you know.
5: The unknown.
4: Right. We're coming out of this. Uh, Thankfully, we're coming out of this uh, era, now the post-COVID era, which is good. But, man, oh, man, I i, I don't think, you know, you're being, um, what, you're over-exaggerating or you're, you know, looking for drama. This has been a traumatic year yeah, for just about mm-hmm. everybody. You know, I know some people are going to go, ah, I did the same thing I always did. You guys are just, you know, a bunch of sheep. You're making this stuff up and yada, yada, ding, dong, ding. I get that. Okay, you want to say that? That's fine. Everybody, you know... Your experience may be different than anybody else's, but when you think about where we've been, what the heck, and I think people are going to feel this and it's going to go on now for months, if not years, it's going to alter, it already has altered society in some yeah. way. Well, uh, we're happy to welcome to the show uh, Jennifer Grant. Jennifer is uh, an author of uh, picture books for kids and uh, other works as well. Her work has appeared in Women's Day, Chicago Parent, Pathios, Hermeneutics Blog. She's a founding member of Inc., which is a creative collective. But she's got a forthcoming book called Dimming the Day, Evening Meditations for Quiet Wonder. And uh, Jennifer uh, Jennifer Grant is with us now. Hey, Jennifer, thanks for coming along today.
8: Oh, you're welcome. I'm happy to talk with you both.
5: Yeah, this is a really good subject, Jennifer. And uh, you know, I've only read the beginning of the book, but it really, you know, kind of sucks you in right from the beginning. I appreciated the story you told early on about a friend who texted you. The timestamp on the text was 2:50 a.m., and it said, "Can't sleep. Everything feels so broken."
8: Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of us have struggled with sleep over the last few years. Um, And especially the last, you know, 15 months during COVID, just with uncertainty and, and dealing with anxiety and, you know, just really, uh, really kind of restructuring how we're seeing the world. Yeah.
4: So, in the midst of COVID, Jennifer, you did something good. I mean, you put uh, fingers to keyboard or pen to paper, and and you got to work here to talk about anxiety. Now, I love, in in the intro, you talk about anxiety is a restless toddler. Believe me, when I read that, I thought, oh, that's my anxiety. I mean, because, because... the squirming, the overtired, all that, it's not something you can necessarily control. So talk about anxiety and maybe your own anxiety, how it works for you or doesn't work for you.
8: Hmm. Well, and you can tell that I have actually raised some toddlers. I have, I'm a mother of four, so um, that anxiety as a toddler uh, really works for me. But, yeah, you know, what I attempted to do in this book was to uh, look search about how do we escape it? How do we let it go? How do we get some freedom from our anxiety? And one way that, and, you know, I really puzzle it through in this book is to really look at the beauty of nature and to look at a tree and Mm. to really look with focus. And, you know, we rush around, we, we get caught up in our thoughts, but if we look at something beautiful, Something that has been before we were here and will be here after, you know, after we die, a beautiful tree or clouds in the sky. And it can kind of help us regain, it helps me regain perspective and realize that, you know, my problems might be really pressing on me, but God is bigger than me. There's things in nature that will continue. And I can, I can just sort of be caught up in wonder about these things rather than. Um, so worried about
5: the troubles. Yeah, I had never considered until I read this, Jennifer, about the the connection between something natural and something beautiful and a lessening of anxiety. Uh, you uh, quote here um, uh, Craig Anderson, who says that, Awe happens, and that's A-W-A-E, awe happens mm-hmm. when you encounter something so vast that you don't feel like you wrap your mind around it completely right at the moment. So awe could involve experiences of profound beauty or feeling super connected to other people or to nature or to humanity as a whole. And you also go on to say that it promotes pro-social, I, th- I thought this was interesting, pro-social versus antisocial
7: behavior.
8: Can you talk about that a bit? yeah absolutely there have been so many studies and you know if anyone's interested you know you can do a quick google search and find them but so many studies that when people interact in the natural world you know going on a walk in a city park or an arboretum or you know looking at the night sky or watching clouds going overhead it our body chemistry responds to it we we our stress levels go down and we do feel more connected to others. I love that, too, about the, the, uh, the pro-social effects yeah. of, of interacting. Um, even when we see someone doing something kind for someone else, that also encourages our pro-social. Uh, it, us, it's kind of contagious. You know, if you see someone... Go out of their way to help someone else, or help you know someone across the road who's struggling, or ho- even even things like if we see someone open a door for someone else, um, that stirs those same kind of pro-social feelings, and that's something obviously in a, in our country right now. We we have so many divides and we have so much stress. Mm-hmm. You know, by by kind of calming down, looking around, looking for being kind to one another, looking at things that are beautiful and lasting can really help us to calm down and can help us when we're going to sleep.
3: Mm, that's really rather good.
8: Rather than being tied up with our thoughts.
4: I mean, Jen, I'm glad you brought this up, Jennifer, because decades ago... Um, uh, I was involved in an accident and I spent a couple of weeks in the hospital and I'll never forget this. I remember walking out, of wheeling out of the hospital for the first time in a couple of weeks. And I'm sure this happens every day in hospitals all across the world. But I remember feeling the air on my face, something that I had mm. never once even considered before. And the, the smell of it and the feel of it, I could not believe how incredibly beautiful the air was, something that was just, you know, as plain is day for me. So mm-hmm. to think about that, that awe. And I was in awe about that moment, so much so that, you know, decades later, I still think about it, and here I'm talking about it on the air. I mean, mm-hmm. those really simple things. I mean, just a few weeks ago, we, we took a family vacation to Yellowstone. Now, that was massive, and of course, absolutely, incredibly beautiful. But I know the small things, like you talk about a dandelion. I mean, that's a, everybody's got dandelion weeds in their yard, right? It's a <laughs> tiny little thing, but on its surface and deeper down, it is a miracle, just like the feel of the air on your face.
8: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, I love that. Well, and and I really tried to pick up on things that we see, or I got a chapter on red-winged blackbirds and. And other things that are sort of commonplace, and yet when we really stop and look at them, your face—you know—we can be overcome with awe. Yeah,
5: um, Jennifer. I, I guess my last question for you before we have to go is: What's the connection then between the the uh-huh. the yeah the awe, the noticing of beauty in the natural world, and the lessening of anxiety? Where do you think that comes from? What's that mechanism?
8: Yeah. Well, I just think that. Um, and there are a lot of things at play, including that when we experience awe, we are we're both are at, at once we we both at once feel very special in that we get we're having an important and a and meaningful feeling, but we also feel small. Like I, I, that's another sort of thread in this book as I talk about um, both our significance and our insignificance, and somehow you know, experiencing awe and and seeing something beautiful that takes our breath away makes us feel both very small but very special at the same time. Mm. And I think there's, you know, when we think we're the most important thing in the world and we think that everything that's happening to us is, you know, utterly urgent and so on, yeah, we yeah. can get really tied up. But when we remember that we're just small and, and there's beauty around us that's just waiting to be seen, It can be such a calming thing.
4: That's good. Hey, Jennifer, people want to know more about you. Uh, They can find you online, can't they?
8: Yeah, my website is jennifergrant.com.
4: That's easy. Hey, uh, Dimming (laughs) the Day, uh, it's not yet released, but we look forward to its release. Let's come back and uh, dive deeper into this conversation, okay?
8: Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you.
4: Our pleasure. Uh, Dimming the Day, Evening Meditations for Quiet Wonder. It releases, I think, in the fall of this year, in October.
8: We'll
5: talk more about it when the time comes.
4: We'll take a quick break. Step away. Uh, Advertisers advertisers are trying to target your dreams. My dreams for the future. What fresh insanity is this? Thinking about life insurance, did you know in just a few minutes you can find the
1: best price from up to 10 price competitive companies for free?
3: That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states.
4: It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through June 30th. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry schedule your free estimate and inspection today at Pittsburgh.com. That is Pittsburgh.com.
1: Craig Schweiger's weekly show, Home is Where the Heart Is, will introduce you to the Ligonier Camping Conference Center. Executive Director Patrick Myers will join Craig and talk about their 100-year history and why they welcome over 8,000 guests per year. Federated Reverse Mortgage guides seniors with valuable information to help them stay in their homes and enjoy a more comfortable retirement. Plan to wake up at 7 a.m. Saturday for an informative show for seniors and their families home is where the heart is where mortgage meets ministry saturday mornings at seven on 101.5 fm word a child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's and leaving a child in a hot vehicle could lead to their death very quickly tragically in 2020 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke, and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child. Always look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by
4: NHTSA. When you were a student, did you you ever hear the... um, you know the uh, the advice of what when you study before you go to sleep, you ret- you re- you retain that. Yes, right.
5: Or if uh, you know, I spent a lot of I spent a lot of my life learning music.
4: I started I studied lines
5: exactly. So they say if you listen to your songs, if right. you listen to your music as you go to sleep, or your you know read your script or whatever it is, here, listen to someone reading your script, it'll get in your head.
4: I believe that. Do, Do you?
5: you? I never. I never noticed that that helped me. Oh,
4: for me, I believe it 100%. Okay. I did. I think I was doing anything to help me with memorization, yeah, of course, right? course. Okay, well, now, now listen to this. Advertisers apparently are trying to target your dreams. Something called dream incubation advertising is an experimental marketing technique that uses audio and video to share the content of your dream. The journal Science surveys the field and reports on a group of legit dream researchers calling for the regulation of commercial dream manipulation. So, there's well, how
5: a, would that happen? How would that work?
4: Okay, here's the deal. A Harvard University dream researcher named Deirdre Barrett, uh, way back in 1993, she asked 66 college students taking a class on dreams to select a problem of personal or academic relevance, write it down, think about it each night for at least a week before going to bed. At the end of the study, nearly half reported having dreams related to the problem. So then check this out Coors Molson Coors Beverage Company yes. heard about the Harvard professor they ran an ad during the Super Bowl now following the instructions which uh, the the ad which featured of course Coors waterfalls and mountains they had 18 people watch 90 second videos featuring flowing waterfalls cool mountain air then when they woke up they all reported dreaming about Coors beer stop it yes so is that right yes
5: I don't see I don't I don't care what I am watching I don't think I would ever dream about Coors beer
4: well I'm sure if you were focused in you know now look this is a Harvard study so there was very definitive yeah, focusing yeah, yeah. on but your there, thoughts but this,
5: so but they're already beer. they're already people who are predisposed to be dreaming about Coors beer right
4: uh, what do you mean? Like, what, they're already core drinkers? Well, they, yeah. They already drink
5: beer or that's a part yeah. of their life or something like that?
4: But you're showing them images of, you know, the advertisers are using waterfalls and mountains. So you're showing them before you go to bed. And then they hook you up, I'm sure, with diodes and, you know, prepare you for the event. It would make sense that you would, because if we're reading a script or you're studying music, the mind is very powerful. The mind is not sleeping totally, right? One part of your brain is always awake. They sort of, you know, trade places. So the problem is now, right, we're going to be used as tools for advertising okay, so, so there is no safe how would, place So how
5: would somebody do that would that be in television like people who are falling asleep with the tv on um, or people like me who are listening to the radio you or? know i should ask
4: my brother about this because my brother as long as i've known my brother has always fallen asleep with the tv on which i can't imagine even right uh, i can't you know that. i mean that's what he as soon as he left the family home i'd go to visit him in his apartment and like 2 a.m the tv be on what are you dreaming what well, right. can you imagine right, what right, you're dreaming,
5: right. and and what are you listening to as you're sleeping?
4: Nothing, Ab- nothing at all. I, I'm, total silence. I need to have silence. Now my kid has a white noise machine.
5: Okay, my youngest. Could you do that?
4: I don't want to hear anything. You know what I hear right now? What? Well, probably me snoring, but I hear my dog <laughs> snoring.
5: Oh, okay.
4: Do you listen to something? Do you have something on?
5: Yeah. What? Well, I always, I always put a fan on because I love
4: even I love in the wintertime?
5: Uh, yeah. Usually in the wintertime also. I would
4: like to have it as quiet as no, possible. No, I
5: like a fan. I like, but the other thing is, I like to listen to the radio.
4: What while you're sleeping? While I'm sleeping. Oh, that's not good.
5: I like to hear what's going on in the world, people.
4: Well, I was going to say, if you have the fan on, then maybe you're dreaming of being in an airplane. right? No, Ooh.
5: I don't feel like the radio doesn't seem to impact a whole lot of what I'm dreaming about.
4: Really? I, I have
5: entertaining dreams. I'm I'm a big oh fan. yeah.
4: I love dreams. I dream. I, I, th- dream, I wow. think I'm creative. Uh, I think I am, too.
5: <laughs> Do you sometimes congratulate yourself in the morning well, and think, think, well, that was a good one.
4: That was nice fascinating. Job. I was flying. I, I had a, like you know, that. just having a great time. Yeah. But I don't want to dream about Molson beer while no, I'm dreaming. I don't either. Right?
5: But I, but seriously, if it's not a part of your life, I can't imagine that you would.
4: I don't know. Well, we're all going to be tools for advertisers like we already are in a different realm, perhaps in the near future. Ask Alexa
8: to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart. Tune in and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
2: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is in Geneva for Wednesday's highly anticipated summit with Russian President Vladimir Putin.
1: After a week of attending international summits with U.S. allies, the president is set to sit down for face-to-face talks with the Russian leader.
9: I'm going to make clear to President Putin that there are areas where we can not
1: cooperate if he chooses. But he warns that the U.S. will respond in kind if Moscow continues to engage in harmful activities. The summit's agenda includes
2: Ukraine, human rights, arms control, and cyber attacks. Greg Clugston, Washington. The New York Philharmonic will resume subscription performances in September following a historic 18-month gap caused by the pandemic presenting a shortened schedule of 78 concerts. The Dow is down 66 points and the Nasdaq off
4: 103. This is SRN News. Well by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat, you can wash and dry them as many times as you want and they maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. Now for a limited time, my pillow is offering the premium my pillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for 29.98. They are regularly 69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD, or right now, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com.
9: I have a traumatizing childhood memory of an Easter egg hunt. The big hunt was a big deal in our family. And I have this memory of running and excitedly reaching for eggs, only to have my big brother and sister sweep in and steal them at the last second. It's Ryan. And unfortunately, this is a traumatizing reality our Faith and Family Mortgage Team is seeing from families across the country. Families are finding their dream home, only to have it pulled away by another hunter at the last second. At United Faith Mortgage, we unfortunately cannot scare off the other hunters, but we can very quickly get you pre-approved and make it look as good as possible to sellers. And then once you do grab that Easter egg,
5: see our story and read how our direct lender advantage can often save your family monthly and lifelong money at UnitedFaithMortgage.com.
0: We our United Faith mortgage. United mortgage is a DBA AV Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park, Melville, New York. License mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1335. Animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. My license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
2: Why doing it right?
1: Roofing, siding, and remodeling. As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724 New Roof. Hey, Pittsburgh, help make your streets safer for everyone so the people driving cars, riding bikes, taking buses, and walking can get where they're going faster and easier. Champion safer and more connected streets at moveforwardpgh.org. We're all thinking a lot about school these days like, will the kids ever go back? Or why can't they have enough work to last the whole day? Or if it's all online, what are the teachers really doing? Now's a perfect time to consider a Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions.
2: It will be cool tonight with patchy clouds. We'll see a nighttime low of 50. Tomorrow, mostly sunny skies and pleasant. A great day to be outside. We'll see a high tomorrow of 72. Tomorrow night will be clear and cool. A jacket may come in handy. We'll see a low tomorrow night of 47. Thursday, plenty of sunshine with a high of 76. With your weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
3: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And
4: now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmett. I just saw a co-worker in the office. saw him yesterday for the first time. In a year and a half. 15 months. And he said to me, I'm having, yesterday, he said, I'm having trouble uh, getting the uh, printer to work for me. I I don't know what the, and I said, oh, talk to our engineer here. He'll help you. I just saw him in the hallway. He said, you know what? I figured it out. He said, I was pressing star when I should have been hitting pound. He said, "It's been 15 months. You just forget these. That's little things.
5: emblematic of a lot of. Listen, I was having this problem yesterday with a yep. uh, with an internal uh, company website, mm. and I contacted user support yep. because I was so annoyed that it wouldn't work. Uh-huh.
4: But it was your fault.
5: Well, ju- don't jump ahead and ruin the end of my story. <laughs> well, there John. it is. I, I, but I was hitting .dot org instead of .dot com." Because I haven't gone to that website in so long, uh-huh. I forgot that it was com yeah. and not org. Uh-huh. Whatever. Like this is—it's
4: so weird. A I'm lot telling going you, on. you've been away for so long, and you kind of go uh, 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 like our last segment. I think I'm living in a dream world here right now. That's still kind of strange. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right. Got, got a couple. Of, we talked to some. We had some uh, sad stories or anxious stories in the yeah, four o'clock hour. Here's a couple of the good stories. All yeah, right? good. Let's go okay. them in. Okay. So uh, on the day of his high school graduation, a young man, 18-year-old Timothy Harrison, he went to work, as he always does, uh, at the Waffle House. Okay. But when he arrived at the Waffle House at 7 a.m., his manager was shocked to see him. And he said, hey, today's your high school graduation.
5: What are you working for?
4: Yeah. So Tim Harrison said, you know what, um... My mom can't go. Uh, the graduation ceremony, oddly enough, is an hour away. I don't have a ride. I really don't have a, a nice enough clothes to go. So I just decided I'm not going to go and I'm going to show up. Well, the manager said, hey, I'm not going to have any of this. So that was at 7 o'clock in the morning. So the manager, Cedric Hampton, he got this kid, Tim Harrison, in his car. They drove to the high school, and they picked up the paperwork, which he signed, and then they picked up his cap and gown. They went back to the Waffle House. and in, in the meantime, the regulars had heard about Tim Harrison. The other waiters and the bus people, they heard about it as well. Everybody pooled their money together. And then from there, they went to the local Target. They bought this kid, Tim Harrison, Brand new shoes, brand new jersey, a pair of pants, soup to nuts. And then later on that day, the manager, Cedric Hampton, drove Tim Harrison the hour, along with a couple of other people on the staff, to the high school graduation. Now, because they were not family members, they couldn't go inside, but they waited outside for Tim Harrison. Tim Harrison went inside. He got his diploma, walked across the stage, shook the president's hand, heard, you know, the alma mater, heard the valedictorian give his speech. He came out a couple of hours later and said, that was the best day of my life. Thank you for your kindness and it's just those little tiny things yeah. right where someone's looking out for somebody yeah. someone's loving on somebody somebody's caring for yeah. each other those are the things i think you know during the covid we we you heard those stories of those first responders but just those other people around you i think there are still so many wonderful yeah. incredibly deeply caring lovely people in this world who want to thrive and who want to pass that along to other people as well so yeah and
5: the big challenge and we've brought this up on a consistent basis on the ride home for the last year and a half is that because of the way our news culture works, whether you watch cable news or you get your news on your iPad or your phone or, you know, you listen to the radio, whatever it is, because the national picture and often the international picture is so contentious. A drumbeat. It steals our energy so that when someone who's close to us needs something, we just don't have the capacity because we've utilized all of our energy caring and emoting about things that will never touch us.
4: Right. Well, that, that we have no connection to or no, or, or, or to or we, no power over of.
5: Right. That we can never touch. Right. Right. So when someone who's right next door needs a ride or when... This kid needs help to get to, to get to graduation. Right, let's go. You know, you're too emotionally exhausted because of what you've read on Twitter, or you don't or,
4: trust people, right. or you're in you've your own little cynical, world, or, you, right. or you're anxious or neurotic or whatever. Right, those yeah. kind of things they just cripple us. We look at the big picture and forget about the tiny picture that's of right goodness of that's us. right in front of us. And it's so us.
5: it's so much more important.
4: Okay, another story. Just a quick little thing. This just a means of encouragement for myself, and I hope for you as well. So there's a guy. Uh, after working for 35 years in various restaurant kitchens, James Turner, at the age of 50, bought himself, after saving, he bought himself a food truck. Okay. Basically what it was, was an old um, mail truck that had been retrofitted with a little kitchen. Okay. And he, he took this uh, workhouse van it was, and he turned it into a little food truck called Turner's Beltway Bistro. He did this for a couple of years. When he had this, uh, the the food truck retrofitted, he said to the the guy who did it for him, what if somebody steals this? And the guy was like, no, no one's going to steal this thing. These guys, you know, these things are impervious. Anyway, somebody did steal the thing for him, right? He shows up uh, on a Monday to go back out. On a Sunday when he wasn't working, finds out the food truck's gone. So he tells his friend about it. His friend contacts local media. Local media picks up the story. Literally, and this is the thing about that GoFundMe thing. Right? We've heard this again and again and again. Complete and total strangers got together. Mm-hmm. They raised in excess of eighty thousand dollars.
5: Re- no way.
4: And they started to replace this food truck. So the food truck, you know, was found, but it was gutted. They took all the kitchen equipment out of the thing. You know, crazy thieves. Everything. So he still had the truck. The money was pretty much enough to cover it. So the kid's back up and running. The guy's back up and running. I'm sorry, not a kid. He's 50 years old. Again, it's just one of those stories where people come together and help each other out.
6: Yeah.
5: Listen, on yesterday's program, we talked to Becca McNeil, who's a writer with Christianity Today, and she did a really good piece for this month's CT. You can find it online about immigration. And this is what I loved about it is it wasn't about immigration policy. It wasn't about how Biden's doing a thing that's different than what Trump was doing in the wall. And it really wasn't about any large scale thing. Not that that is unimportant because it's very important. But what I think is actually more important are the stories she told about individuals who live in small communities at the border. Women who just are trying to manage a family, trying to hold down a job, trying to keep track of a large tract of land that they own that's often you know, difficult to farm or care for or whatever. Taking time out of their everyday life and going and carrying one person to one person for people who are seeking for asylum in the United
4: States. And you know, that's how the world works. Everybody knows that, right? We look at... We... <laughs> We've become so disconnected from each other, right? And we look at the big picture, we look at the policies the and picture. we look at
5: the President and we look at Congress and we complain and we tweet about it and
4: whatever. right. But Thinking what about that does something? Right?
5: But what about that woman who goes out of her back door in that little town in Texas and goes over to those people who are in that detention facility and just says, What can I do for you today? Like, how can I help you? Like, the article doesn't talk about what her personal view of immigration is. I don't think she she might not even have one, right? All she wants to do is help that person
4: there. And you know, this is true, right? If you belong to a church, when you see the deacons in action, Right. Those deacons who are the muscle of the church, they're the ones who are doing the visiting at the hospitals or for the shut ins or for the meals and all those all those million and one things that care for and love on people. I mean, all of us in some ways, we are ordained as deacons. If you're loving Jesus, you're a deacon. And you're out there, hopefully, you know, just picking up the slack and doing those small things that make the world a better place. I don't know. i just say this again, not to preach to you, but as encouragement for all of us. And, you know, to give myself a kick in the rear as well, to just get out there. And the big picture, of course, as you say, Kath, necessary, important. The tiny picture, that is the lifeblood of who we are, especially as lovers of Jesus. Anyway, having said all that, we're going to take a break. And the next story,
5: you're not going to believe it.
4: We talked about this briefly a little bit. We're going to talk about Charles Stanley. God bless Charles Stanley. But when you hear this next story, your eyes are going to fall out of your head. They're rolling around so deeply. (laughs) Charles Stanley is not selling CBD. That story is next. Daniel Silliman from Christianity Today joins us in a few minutes.
5: It's not the next scandal. Don't worry
4: about it. 101.5 WORD. Hello, I'm Jack Graham, and I want to personally invite you to join me each weekday for PowerPoint, where we'll get down to the basics of what really matters life in Jesus Christ. Each day, I'll give you practical biblical steps for tapping into God's power for successful Christian living. So make plans to join me for a time of spiritual
2: encouragement that will leave you feeling more alive in Christ. PowerPoint tonight at
9: 930 on 101.5 WORD. With the world opening back up a bit, I think it's normal to be excited about getting back to trips to the movies, ballet recitals, July 4th parties, everything we missed. But as our team was talking about getting back to those kind of things, it kind of hit us that this is also a big opportunity for maybe some more meaningful things, like taking a meal to that sweet older couple from church, or volunteering again, or maybe just taking grandma to brunch, or encouraging the neighbor kid with a fist bump. I think that many of us found that while this time was extremely difficult, the downtime also gave us some really good perspective. I just don't want to forget that perspective. Our team is challenging ourselves to not just go back to the movies, but to also remember it's an opportunity to try to love others like he loved us. And to remember that being slow and enjoying the little moments is kind of cool. Maybe you'll join with us. We are United Faith Mortgage. United
0: Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330, Department of Banking, Mortgage Lender License number 22672.
1: Year after year, it's the same routine. Drop off the taxes, pick up the taxes, leave a check. Maybe it's time to work with a business CPA who is less transactional and more relational. For Mike Radich and the team at MGR CPA and Consultants, it's about more than crunching the numbers. It's about getting the advice you need for complex tax issues and business solutions. It's just a better return. MGR CPA and Consultants. Honesty, integrity, always at MGRCPA.com.
7: The Original Mattress Factory is always looking for good people to join our team. If you're interested in a sales, manufacturing, or delivery position, we offer competitive pay and exceptional benefits packages. Integrity and strong work ethic are essential because at OMF, we strive for excellence in all that we do. To learn more about our company and our unique business model, visit us at OriginalMattress.com. You can stop by any of our locations or visit the employment section on OriginalMattress.com to complete an application.
1: Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers
4: at boozebugstoppers.com. Mm-hmm. We live in an age where you think, oh, uh, did you hear the story about that preacher, that ministry leader, right, where there's one expose after another, and you think, oh, my goodness gracious, the roof is caved in. But there are still so many good and wonderful people who are preaching the gospel, <coughs> teachers across this world, and especially here, you know, you hear them here on the radio, and they just... One of the people at the very top, I mean, for decades, many, many decades, has been Charles Stanley. And, of course, Charles Stanley, you listen to his, his preaching and teaching. I've, I've gained so much from the work that he's done. Well, we saw a piece about Charles Stanley, and apparently there's been whispers about Charles Stanley. Good gravy. I don't even want to say it. About Charles Stanley selling CBD. Which, you know, if you don't know, CBD is a, a marijuana extract. I mean, and the story itself is just crazy. So we were thrilled when Daniel Silliman, who is a reporter for Christianity Today, wrote a piece that clearly says Charles Stanley not selling CBD. And, Daniel, welcome back to the show. You distill this story very, very well. Please rescue us from despair.
6: <laughs> Hi, John and Kathy. Hey. It's Hi. Good, to, good to be with you guys. And- of uh, someone not doing something upsetting—that's um, not always news to say someone isn't doing something. But in this case, yeah, it turns out that internet scammers have been essentially just stealing Charles Stanley's name and using his name on on—it's mostly on Facebook and social media, saying. You know, not even saying that much about Charles Stanley, just, just trusting that people would know who he was. And then really? saying, you know, he, he stepped down from his church last year after uh, more than 50 years. I think he started in 1969. And they're like, ah, oh, in retirement, he started a new business. But it, uh, it was not true. Um, and the In Touch ministry, where he continues to preach on TV and radio, is is doing their best to get the word out, um, but you know, with, with with false information and with scams, um, as soon as you tamp down one, another one will will pop up. So it's a little bit of a little bit of a challenge for the ministry, but um, but hopefully, too many people aren't aren't falling for <laughs> right.
4: Daniel, I don't understand the intersection of CBD and a Christian pastor, I mean, who would even imagine such a thing and think that they could drive sales on the back of that?
6: Yeah, who would imagine it is probably probably a scammer. Basically, they're trying to use trusted names. They're mm-hmm. just trying to okay. get the name recognition. You know, it's, it's a marijuana extract. Um, but it doesn't get you high, and there's all of these sort of conflicting and I would say a bunch of some, a bunch of them are clearly fake reports about its health benefits but people are curious but skeptical, so they're using the, the, the scammers and even some legitimate sellers of CBD oil and gummies are using famous people to try, and celebrities to try and build trust so a couple of other Christian leaders um have had their names used this way they're all people with very high name recognition that's the thing they have in common and then um you know a lot of actors as as well and it tends to be people who feels good about you know people who aren't yeah, controversial. Yeah, like,
5: like to me daniel charles stanley is an excellent candidate because he, has, he because he's the right age. He has carried himself, comported himself so well over so many decades. Deep
4: integrity. He
5: has deep integrity. He inspires confidence, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, he's part He's something. he's part of he a conservative listen. culture. And a lot of people, uh-huh. not a lot, but there's a segment of conservative culture that would embrace alternative medicine sure. ideas. And so it seems like, you know, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's a real shame. But I can see why, Charles, someone decided to jump on the Stanley, CBD Van
6: Yeah, absolutely. And he's in his late eighties, and um, has told Christian. We've talked to him, and Christian today about his his prayer life, and he talks about praying on his knees, literally getting down on his knees in his bedroom, in his closet, every day at 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 eighty. Which as a physical, as a spiritual feat, that's amazing. But yeah. as a physical feat, that's also quite amazing. Yes. So, so they're clearly trying to. To use this to uh, to lure to lure people in, and I was able to um, to trace the websites. Some of them are are were started in Iceland. Um, there's just this like whole network of fake information that um, that backs up and is meant to to, to trick the quick Google search. Um, so really, I mean, you do just as a as a public service announcement here. If you wonder if if a, if a trustworthy Christian leader is doing something like this, you should probably go check a reliable source, whether that's your local radio station or Christian Today or their own or their own website.
4: Daniel Silliman joins us from Christianity Today. We're talking about Charles Stanley. Uh, so. Because it is shadowy, Daniel, I mean, is there a way for InTouch? Because they had to release, you know, a news release saying this is a scam. Dr. Stanley, quote, has not begun any new venture, the official statement says. So it's not as though, I mean, can InTouch, you know, send out letters of cease and desist? Or is there anybody even behind the curtain that you can, you know, point out and say, don't do this?
6: It is very hard to find out who is behind the curtain. The um, the, the the false ads do go to a real product, it seems, um, and so there is a real that sells real products um, in this apparently sketchy way. But it's not at all clear whether that company is promoting these or there's something else going on you know some of the scams seem to be selling real products and other scams it seems like they they sign you up for a free um free sample and then you pay for shipping and then when you're not paying attention they charge you sometimes hundreds of dollars and um the better business bureau found 400 reports in the last five years um which is which is a few to just of these fake um, C B D Got it. But it's very hard to, to find out who is behind um, who's behind the curtain, and it's very hard.
5: Well, at least if we recognize that Charles Stanley is behind the curtain, yeah, um, Daniel. At least if we recognize that Dan, that Charles Stanley isn't behind the curtain. Right, that's what, he is we, not. that's what we need to know how, most. How, yeah. yeah, Daniel, if you're hearing that little, that audio glitch we're having, um, we're, we hearing a a, problem here. Yeah, we're hearing it on our end, too, so we apologize for that. But we're still getting the gist of what you're saying. Daniel Salomon with us, News Editor of Christianity Today. Um, Daniel, uh, we have some time left, and so I wanted to talk to you about the, uh, the Southern Baptist Convention, which is going on this week. The largest Protestant denomination in America, and a lot of contentious issues are being discussed. Uh, can you tell us what the latest is?
10: Yeah, so they are currently
6: in Nashville. There are 15,000 messengers from, around, from churches around the country um, gathering to decide who the next president is going to be in our four sort of main candidates. And, yeah, some contentious issues, especially sexual abuse and questions about um, racism and how to best respond to issues of uh, sexual abuse and racism in the Southern Baptist Convention.
4: Right. This is a big deal, isn't it? I mean, with Russell Moore stepping down and, of course, Beth Moore, I mean, the uh, Southern Baptist Convention has been rocked in the uh, past few uh, weeks and months.
6: And you've seen people on the sort of ultra-conservative side with, like, um, the uh, Owen Strachan, the um, leader for a while of the Council for Biblical Manhood and Womanhood. Like, he left the Southern Baptist, and you have people on the not the liberal side to be sure but the conservative side with Beth Moore and Russell and we've seen this before with the southern baptists they have in the 90s there were lots and lots of fights and um even if you're not a uh protestant denomination and they um, and they do influence a lot of things in Christian culture and uh, are kind of struggling at this moment.
4: They surely are. Hey, well, Daniel, listen, we always appreciate uh, your uh, your work here at the Christianity Today. The, it's just really clean and strong. So thanks a lot for being with us, uh, reporting on Charles Stanley and uh, the Southern Baptist Convention. It's, a, it's a, a great thing for us to have you with us. Thank you. Our great pleasure. Daniel Silliman from Christianity Today, where he is uh, the news editor at uh, CT. We need to step away for just a few minutes. Stick around. When we come back, it's our daily feature, Does This Make Sense? That's next here on The Right Home with John and Kathy, for Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on 101.5 WRD.
8: Daddy Pap, Pop, Father, Daddy, or whatever you call that special man—it's time to gather him up and head on out to the spring house for our annual Father's Day steak and chicken fry. That's right, steak and chicken both marinated and cooked to perfection over an open pit outdoors. And to complete this great Dad's Day meal, we're making baked mashed potatoes, Ed's green beans, corn pudding, Alabama casserole, Dutch greens, homemade rolls, rice pudding, blondies, brownies, and of course all of our springhouse drinks featuring our famous chocolate milk. That's right, you can't beat it. There will be live music and inside and outside seating and a free ice cream cone for every dad. Come to the Springhouse to treat your dad to a special day. Call 228-3339 for more details.
1: Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, lock them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at Boo'sBugStoppers.com.
5: Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips tips need a pro to fix that emergency leak maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot angie can handle all that and more expert pros hundreds of home projects clear pricing and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds this is angie your home for everything home download
8: the app today
1: Craig Schweiger's weekly show, Home is Where the Heart Is, will introduce you to the Ligonier Camping Conference Center. Executive Director Patrick Myers will join Craig and talk about their 100-year history and why they welcome over 8,000 guests per year. Federated Reverse Mortgage guides seniors with valuable information to help them stay in their homes and enjoy a more comfortable retirement. Plan to wake up at 7 a.m. Saturday for an informative show for seniors and their families. Home is Where the Heart Is, where mortgage meets ministry. Saturday mornings at 7 on 101.5 FM WORD.
8: We are... Everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD FM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com the Word FM mobile app by tune in and at
7: radio.com. We depend on our drinking water supply daily but where does that water come from Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future Visit DrinkTap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works Association and your local water provider.
2: It will be cool tonight with patchy clouds. We'll see a nighttime low of 50. Tomorrow, mostly sunny skies and pleasant. A great day to be outside. We'll see a high tomorrow of 72. Tomorrow night will be clear and cool. A jacket may come in handy. We'll see a low tomorrow night of 47. Thursday, plenty of sunshine with a high of 76. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
5: Does this make sense?
4: Does what make sense? Personalized license plates. Oh. (laughs) You know, in certain states, like my brother lives in Virginia. I go to Virginia to visit my brother. It feels as like three-quarters of the population has personalized license plates.
5: So it must be cheaper there. I don't know. Than in Pennsylvania.
4: Uh, I had a friend who showed up one time at our house. Actually, my wife's friend. And she was all happy because she had a license plate, personalized license plate. And it's, oh, no. it was, I am, I'm the letter B in me. I'm being me.
5: What does that even mean? I'm being me. Oh, I'm being me. Okay.
4: Oh, my God. I mean, a person, personally, I, no, I'm not going to spend the time. But you see them and you think, Oh, that's inventive. That's cute. That's no. interesting.
5: I've never so thought You never time. have? Oh, oh, I have. I do. I, I kind of appreciate never people's wit time. and humor. That's so, it's so precious. No, no. no I don't think no, it's precious. Oh, it is. Oh, that's being hard. Get harsh. out of here. That's being hard. Okay. Uh,
4: t- okay, Come I'm on. saying. Come on, the, the I,
5: segment is, is you know, does this make sense? It makes sense to okay. me. Okay, absolutely It not.
4: makes somebody happy.
5: Mm-hmm. Does it make somebody I happy? I
4: think it does. Okay. Do you don't. Know, so you don't think personalized license plate makes sense? No. I don't know. I think they do make sense. Okay. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. Bologna. Bologna. Now, when's the last time you've thought, you know, you're you're thinking, man, I could go for a bologna sandwich. Now, I know people love bologna. Uh, I know people like fried bologna.
5: Yeah.
4: Now, bologna and chipped ham... They're very much like cousins, wouldn't you say? Uh, They're related.
5: I want to say they're distant cousins. I don't want to say they're first cousins.
4: It's lunch meat. It's, you know, at a time, inexpensive lunch meat. And when we were growing up, chipped ham was like, you know...
5: Yeah, that was, yeah.
4: We ate chipped ham all the time. Yeah, right. But bologna always kind of had, you know, I don't know, the bologna thing. Does bologna make sense? Well... Who wants a bologna sandwich? A I never bread. want.
5: He, I never want a bologna sandwich.
4: That's my point.
5: Yeah, but let me. But have you ever had sweet
4: bologna? <laughs> a subgenre of bologna,
5: which is a Lancaster County
4: no, I've not invention. It's good.
5: It's kind of a mixture of salami. Oh, it's more like salami than bologna, bologna but it's called sweet bologna. And then there's also something called Lebanon bologna, oh, oh, which is yeah, like a yeah. little I've bit of, of a cousin of that. I think that is really good. That tastes much more like the like sata. Oh, yeah, thing sure, sure. I love that. Italian. So I say yes and no.
4: Bologna makes sense.
8: 101.5 W O R D.
1: Okay, everybody in the car.
6: Where
8: are we going, Daddy?
1: On an adventure.
6: Yay! Yeah!
2: Adventures in Odyssey, it's not just a kid's show, it's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey, tonight
3: at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, WORD. at paid for by MPM, non-attorney spokesperson. Attention, this is an important message for anyone diagnosed with Parkinson's disease after being exposed to Paraquat or other similar herbicides. Paraquat is a chemical commonly used by farmers and those that work with or apply herbicides. Residences near agricultural sites are also at risk for exposure. Scientific research showed that exposure to Paraquat close to a residence increased Parkinson's disease risk by 75%. Numerous additional studies confirmed the link between Paraquat and increased risk for Parkinson's. In fact, Paraquat has been banned or limited for use in many other countries around the world. If your loved one was diagnosed with Parkinson's after being exposed to Paraquat, or other herbicides and suffered side effects, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call us today at 800-951-6541. Our experienced attorneys are ready to fight for you, and you'll pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. Call 800-951-6541. That's 800-951-6541. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very
4: comfortable pillow. It won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium my pillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. King's are only $5 more. All my pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money back guarantee. Go to mypillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the mypillow mattress topper and mypillow towel sets. Or call 800-391-0954, use promo code WORD. Or right now, mypillow MyPillow.com.
7: Introducing in-person payments from PayPal, a touch-free way for your customers to pay and tip. Whether you're a hot dog vendor. Mustard? You gotta have the mustard. A personal trainer.
5: Don't you drop those knees, Sandra!
7: Or a boba shop.
3: Brewed to pearly perfection.
7: Signing up your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan, pay, and tip too. Shop safe with touch-free QR code payments. Fees may apply. For more info, go to paypal.com slash us slash get QR code.
0: She's nine years old with curly brown hair. She watches out her window, just waiting for a family to love her. Maybe you're the one called to adopt her. Or maybe you aren't maybe you're the one called to help the family who does adopting is a tough time of transition and sometimes trauma but there are ways you can help do yard work cook some meals or help around the house offer mom and dad a date night maybe you can be a mentor or friend to the newly adopted child just some ideas to get you started maybe you aren't called to adopt but you can help those who do Pray and see what God shows you. You could be part of adoption in a whole new way. Go to I care About for more ideas. I care About A message from
5: Focus on the Family. Forgiveness.
4: Forgiveness. Yes. Yeah. It's a difficult one, isn't it?
5: well, it's hard on both sides of it because if you're talking about i've got a lot to forgive you know I have a a spouse who left me I have uh a criminal who wronged me. I have children that don't appreciate me. I have a parent that abused me, didn't value me um, I have an employer who has treated me poorly i've been you know, abused or uh, assaulted, and no one's believed my story. I mean, there there are astoundingly terrible things that people have suffered, and so yeah. when when the idea of forgiveness is brought up, it seems like it's. It seems like it's the weak approach. We we talked to Tim and Kathy Keller last week on the show, and Tim wrote an excellent piece on forgiveness in Comment Magazine, and we were talking about some of the particulars of it. And um, he was quoting a a woman in the New York Times who said, look, um, black Americans need to stop forgiving white Americans because that's the problem. The problem is that black Americans let white Americans get away with it. And Tim Keller was saying, so – We need to be able to talk about our different perspectives on race in America, honestly, tell the real story, ask for forgiveness when it's important, but also be able to accept forgiveness when it's offered Um, without it seeming, without it being portrayed, without it being looked at as a type of weakness, but instead as a type of overwhelming strength. Right. So but our culture, this this cancel culture that we have in this online social media culture tends to see that, you know, flogging someone um, publicly in a verbal sense or in a social media sense is what is necessary to exact a type of revenge or justice that they haven't been able to get.
4: Well, remember the the heinous crime of the Amish schoolhouse shooter. Yeah. Right. Now, when that happened, immediately, it was like almost that day, Yeah. right? The Amish community went around and they found that shooter's wife and they enveloped her. And they said, you know, we forgive him, which was, you know, it, it rocked people's lives. It rocked,
5: it rocked my life. Of course.
4: So your point is very well taken. I mean, forgiveness is a very difficult currency to exchange.
5: Right. And... And also, I think I have to say this, as uncomfortable as it is, I feel like it needs to be spoken out loud, which is the fact that in some churches where abuse has happened – the idea of forgiveness has been weaponized in that. Well, also. listen, well, say that there was a, there was a longstanding story that, that came out six or seven years ago in the sovereign grace denomination, which is down in the, you know, Virginia, Maryland, North Carolina area. And, um, sexual abuse had happened. Um, a young man who worked for the church had abused a very little girl. And when the mother found out about it, she went to the pastors and said, look, look at look at what happened and their directive to her was look if you believe in jesus then you're going to have to forgive like this is how you show that you belong to jesus
4: which is totally wrong
5: and the kids back teaching sunday school the perpetrator now over time the legal system had to step in people lost their jobs but it took many years for this to occur and so that idea of forgiveness is
4: also broken well there's a process that you must go through
5: right Right. And so telling the person who's been aggrieved that this is their job, basically, you don't, you know, you shouldn't bring it up. We shouldn't talk about it. We shouldn't go to authorities. We shouldn't do anything. Your only responsibility is to forgive and forget. Then, you know, I don't think that that's a godly approach to forgiveness either.
4: Right. So it's obviously a very delicate, very deep subject Wendy Elsip is back with us. Wendy is author of Practical Theology for Women and her most recent companions in suffering, comfort for times of loss and loneliness. Her forthcoming book is called I Forgive You Finding Peace and Moving Forward When Life Really Hurts. And, uh, Wendy, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
10: Good. Thank you guys for having me
4: again. Yeah. yeah. Thank
5: you. Always happy to have you, Wendy. For those of you who are watching on Facebook Live, we're at one on one point five word FM on that page. We're also at the ride home with John and Kathy. You can see Wendy's picture here. We're picture in picture here. Um, you can watch that in the video stream. Wendy, I'm excited about this new project you have um, talking about forgiveness because I think it's so necessary and so. Difficult, no matter what we're talking about. Um, I I feel like just bringing up instances, I end up minimizing them because you can't just quite capture the pain that people experience and the type of forgiveness that has to be extended. But how, I don't know. Other how how it's beyond our human capacity to do it.
10: It is. It is beyond our human capacity. And um, I think in the church, we um, because forgiveness is such a crucial. Tenet of our, our whole, the gospel message, right? So forgiveness is a word that we have great familiarity around, um, the gospel message, but I also think sometimes we're not exactly using it correctly. Um, like you guys, just in the illustration you were talking about before folks don't necessarily distinguish between forgiveness and say reconciliation, mm-hmm. but those two things actually are not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been working on this book on forgiveness, and it's been really helpful to me to clarify what forgiveness is and isn't, um, and how God equips us to do something you could never do on your own.
4: Interesting. So, when he, just for my own self, when I uh, have an unforgiving spirit about myself, when I feel as though you know I've been wronged or whatnot, here's the weird thing, and I think this is probably true for a lot of people, I will find myself. In the shower, in the shower, <laughs> like first thing in the morning, recounting all the slings and arrows that have been sent my way. And in the shower, which is like, you know, your most vulnerable place. I'm. It's you supposed
5: know, to be a time of soothing, a time of preparation. But right. right.
4: I'm going through this litany of things that yes, I just. You're like
5: having the conversation with right. yourself
4: and the other person. I've got that person in the shower with me. That's and not good, so right? how deeply unhealthy that is. And I think that's probably true of most people, right? That we hold on to these things and these conversations we have that we just can't open up and let it go.
10: And we think that letting it go means letting the other person maybe off the hook or letting them um, go do it again. Right. Or win. But but forgiveness is not That's not what forgiveness is. Um, But, you know, what you're experiencing there in the shower shows the power that even though they're not, they're doing it again to you. They're there. It's what Desmond Tutu, I read his book of forgiving and I thought it was really, really fascinating book. But he says they're still our jailer. They may not even be in the room with you. Yes. But they're still your jailer because they've got control over your mind. Right. Right.
5: Okay. So you brought up Desmond. Uh, Did you bring up Desmond Tutu? That's who you said, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the Truth and Reconciliation Commission in South Africa is a really interesting project. It really took it, um, it made forgiveness um, kind of public policy. Um so I don't know how much you know about that or if that influenced you or in how you thought about forgiveness or you know anything about how that community decided to try to heal the wounds from apartheid
10: I found it intriguing and um read his books and um thought a lot about it the one thing that I felt like was really powerful in what they went through was uh the recognizing the naming, yeah, the naming of what had, and even if you couldn't get your offender to name it, what they had done to you accru- accurately, you naming it, you putting it in words and how powerful it is to own exactly what it is. And that sometimes is a missing step. And, in, and in, um, you know, when we pressure someone to forgive, um, especially in abusive situations, have we really named, uh, the seriousness of the thing that we're asking you to forgive? Do do you even recognize?
4: Wait, so Wendy, so then you're saying in South Africa with Desmond Tutu and the end of apartheid, it was a public, what, what it was a public forum. Was it wasn't necessarily a trial, was it? Describe that process.
10: Well, I didn't study up on the process of the actual commission. So the he, the book of on uh, forgiving is more of the principles that I think they I used see. in it more than just and exactly and how they right, it wasn't the nuts, nuts and bolts of it. It was the principles. And you know, not all of it. Like there's some things I disagreed with. He believes um, in the basic goodness of humanity and I believe in the basic depravity of yes. humanity. Um, you know, so there are definitely places he and I diverged, but there were also a lot of places that I thought really went back to some pretty clear Bible principles that maybe we don't always remember to include in our discussion of reconciliation.
5: Okay. Why don't, we're talking to Wendy Alsop. Uh, Wendy's got a brand new project, which is coming out when, Wendy?
10: In January,
5: okay, January. It's called "I forgive you," finding peace and moving forward when life really hurts. Uh, talk about the difference. You alluded to this earlier between forgiveness and reconciliation.
10: Well, reconciliation is the end of a multi-step process that involves, you know, of course, someone who has been harmed has to forgive, um, but but it also involves someone who has harmed, who is sending it to another repenting confessing repenting of their sin and repairing so mm-hmm. these are uh, the the bible has multiple steps in a reconciliation and i particularly liked looking at uh, the life of joseph for kind of a real life example oh, yeah. of how this played out joseph extended a lot of grace to his brothers um from the get go of interacting with them you could say that there was a spirit of forgiveness on his part mm-hmm. but it wasn't until judah had repented. And there's this monumental moment where Judah, uh, instead of sending Benjamin off, if you know the story, Benjamin is uh, potentially going to be made a slave now. And Judah goes and steps in and offers himself in place of Benjamin. And it really wasn't until Judah made that incredible change it was repentance. It was um, and, and an attempt to try to repair this wrong that he had done by not by standing in the path so his dad would not lose another son. It wasn't until that that Joseph finally revealed himself to his brother. Hmm. So Joseph stood ready to be reconciled, I think. But there was a, a part that Judah had to do also. And um, a lot of times when we talk about reconciliation, I feel like the assumption is, well, it's the offended, the abused responsibility kind of to bear the heavy weight. But in scripture, there's a lot of discussion about repair of wrong. You know, Mm -hmm. when Nicodemus became a believer, he obeyed numbers, which uh, talked about going back and repaying what you owed. Um, And so... You know, forgiveness is this act of grace that we are commanded to do because Christ has done it for us. But that is not the same as me entering back into the same type of relationship I had with someone. Like it
5: never
4: happened. Right. Right. That's right. So I can forgive you, but we're not necessarily going to be buddies again.
10: Right, that's right. But how do and, you dif- how do you how, how do you
5: differentiate you? that, Wendy? Though in actual practice or in mental uh, perspective,
10: I think that either way, you probably have to go through. You have to think of forgiveness as um, a process and not um, a single one time act. Mm, okay. Um, I know I've been in some particular situations in which I've been harmed and the other person has not acknowledged their sin against me Mm -hmm. and um, I've forgiven them and then I've forgiven them again. Mm -hmm. And, and more of that is um, the mental battle to remember, okay, I have to go back through this gospel message to myself. This is what Christ has done for me. This is the stance I'm going to have toward this person I'm going to mentally think of them as Christ has forgiven me. But then the other key to it is an accurate understanding of our enemy. This is what, and I felt like Desmond Tutu in the book of forgiving was really, really helpful to me with this. He distinguishes between monsters and monstrous acts. And he really, really encouraged people. To make that distinction, do not call people monsters. Wow. You know, and I think about in um, South Carolina. So the person that really harmed people I know in South Carolina is Dylan Roof. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we had the Emmanuel AME sure. folks right. at the church that the families that forgave him. And what they chose to do is not treat him as a monster. Now they did not diminish the facts that he did monstrous acts Hmm. and he would be held account for those acts but we're not going to dehumanize him the way he dehumanized others instead we're going to call him as a human being created in the image of god to give an account for what he did
5: okay Wendy I'm sorry we are all out of time let me just say though that that's okay. exactly where social media has gone wrong is right. we make monsters right? out, of everybody. out of everybody Wendy thank you yep. so much the new this is good stuff. yeah the new book I forgive you finding peace and moving forward when life really hurts Wendy Alsup, thanks Wendy good to see you
4: that's good stuff isn't it okay I mean what I really appreciate it is you're going through a process like that uh, yeah, I need to forgive spiritually and forgive again. Intellectually. it's not a
5: one-time thing no it that isn't. was re- that was really helpful to think about it that way
9: Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far, up the last few years while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we our United Faith Mortgage.
0: United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage lender license number 22672.
1: We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2. Breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com.
8: Now is the time to get a new job. Express Employment Professionals never charges job seekers a fee and has more than 35,000 job openings with high demand in construction, driving, logistics, and administrative jobs. Find a location near you at expresspros.com or on the express jobs app
6: hi this is robert germolowski owner of doing it right Roofing and siding remodeling looking for a new roof or siding upgrade call us for a free estimate at 724 new roof or visit roofing pittsburgh.com
1: when it comes to your child's education do you feel like you have a partner in your current school or is it more like you're on your own as you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like First Baptist Christian School of Butler. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kanodik and Ethan Lane of accurate solutions group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions plan today. So you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to your retirement blueprint with accurate solutions group investment advisory services offered through ASG investment management, LLC.
5: We've talked about so many weighty things. I thought today. the most appropriate way of winding down the ride home today is with Celebrity Birthdays. Oh, okay. okay. Celebrity Birthdays. Mm-hmm. I've got two for you, John. All right. Uh, Courtney Cox, who played Monica Geller on Friends, her uh, birthday is today. Uh, no I know? You now, no, you're not a, a fan of Friends. I'm
4: not a f- no, I would say Courtney that Cox. That hurts
5: me because, you know, I feel like we and I, you and I could have a deeper relationship if you were.
4: Yeah, I just don't, I just, this wasn't my cup of tea. Okay. Uh, Courtney Cox, I would say she's 56.
5: 57. Hey! is <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest ability you have. Like Helen Hunt's birthday is today, star of Mad About You. A uh, star of uh, As Good As It Gets. I love Helen
4: Hunt. Um, Mad About You was a great show. Mad
5: About You was a great show. Uh, and it was on directly before Friends.
4: Right. Uh, okay, so then I'm saying uh, Helen Hunt is uh, 59.
5: 58.
4: Yeah.
3: brain <laughs> oh, Man. All right, that's good.
5: I'm telling you, that's crazy. Okay, so you would prefer the um, the... Resume of Helen Hunt to oh, Courtney Cox. Times
4: 10. No comparison. Okay. In every conceivable way, Helen All Hunt right. is superior.
5: Did you know that Mad About You is uh, being shown again? Is it? On, uh, I believe it's streaming on Amazon. It's either Amazon really? or uh, Amazon Prime or Netflix. I wonder
4: it's holding up. I wonder how it is. I don't
5: know. I haven't seen it. Remember hey. Carol Burnett on there?
4: Oh, yeah. Hey, speaking of Amazon Prime, I watched a really great uh, uh, Bill Cunningham, who was the style shooter for the New York Times, a great photography of documentary. Anyway, have a great night. The Ride
2: Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.